Good morning, everybody. With me today, once again, a return guest, James Husky, a mortgage agent, or as I like to call everybody, a mortgage broker uh, for 15 months now. So into two year, you go. And I thought, uh, James, we can talk about the past, the present, and the future. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, again, thanks for taking the time to jump on here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great to be back. It's good to see you again, Dustin, for sure. You, man. you too. So 2021, um, you know, you, you, you came into the game late in 2020. The market's on full boil. So that's a positive. But lockdowns, that was a bit of a negative. And everybody wants to write an offer, which is a positive, but none of them want conditions. So it's just like, James, can I write a, can I write a condition-free offer? Can I go in firm? Uh, with 5% down on this 40-year-old, you know, detail, yeah, I won't, you know the example. Um, so it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know, to tell, tell us about your, your, your 2021. What did it look like? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a wild ride. Uh, lots of ups and downs for sure. Um, this, this time last year when we spoke, I was at, uh, I think I was at seven. And uh, I, I was just so, it, it was starting to build the confidence that I could do it. And, uh, and, you know, of course your support and every, every, I, I will say that even getting to right now, I'm at 26, which I'm incredibly grateful for. And, uh, I will say that without the kindness and the, the willingness to help in this industry and, uh, people from MA and in, in particular, um, man, half of it wouldn't have happened, you know, at least half of it, uh, it, it, without, without people being willing to answer what I thought was maybe a dumb question. Uh, man, nothing, none of this would have happened for sure. Now, as I say, there's no dumb questions. There, there, there's only, yeah. there's only the stupidity of failing to ask the question. For sure. For sure. You know, so I, I say, you know, let's just ask it. And, uh, and I, I half the time I would preface, I'm sorry, this is a stupid question, but I don't know the answer to this or how can this be done? Can I do this? And, or can you help me with this? And, uh, and, and everybody, I, I don't know that there was, I, I would say 98% of people were like, yeah, this is how you do this. Or, hey, let me let me help you find the answer to that. And it was, you know, they didn't charge me a dollar to do it. You know, it was and that was um, you know, it was when you start, you ain't got no money, <laughs> you, know? You, you know, so it's uh, I, I, I am so very grateful to everyone in this industry and especially MA that has been so very kind and, and helpful this this uh, this past year. Well, I'm grateful we have people like you coming into the industry, man. I mean, uh, you, you're right. There's. There's a lot of sharing that goes on, and I think it is a virtuous circle. You know, you've you've come in, people have shared with you, and no doubt, when you're on file 226, 1,026, you're going to be sharing with other people. And guess what? I hate to tell you, man, but on file 1,026, you're going to hit a situation you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Like how do, how have I never had this happen before? Yeah, yeah. I, I I will say the first five files of this year have been those exact things. I'm like what? I, Jesus Christ! I don't know how to do these. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought I had an idea, then I get all the documents. I'm like, well, I don't know how to do this. Time to call somebody who knows. Well, it's a tricky business for sure. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a quick callback to uh, our guest last uh, Wednesday, Scott Reardon from Willful, who shared a couple statistics of statistics for homeowners. So sure, we should know a lot about the industry, but you would think someone who's you know laying out $500,000 mortgaging themselves for you know 30 years would also know some things about the asset they're buying and the financing that they're putting in place on it 
But the two that just stick with me, um, you know, of homeowners, not, not just random people, a poll of actual people who own actual homes came back with 6% of them believing that on their death, the government gets their house. <laughs> not how that works. Now, that, that could be related to they don't have heirs and, and they just don't really know where it goes, but they, they, they ought to maybe look into that and they, they can direct where it goes, of course. The other one being, though, that 12%, this is a big number, 12% of homeowners believe that the mortgage vanishes magically when they die. <laughs> if only that were the case. Well, that, that's horrifying. And uh, like, yeah, wow, no, no. Like your estate, uh, your widow, your widower, like, no, they, your kids, they, they don't inherit a clear title home. That, but you, you're talking one in 10 homeowners. Yeah. That's a staggeringly high number. So if those stats don't make us all feel a little bit better about the, you know, how do we not realize remaining economic life if it was 30 years meant the maximum amortization could be 25 years? Come on, remaining economic life, amortization, where is that even found? It's on the appraisal. But, you know, we can't beat ourselves up for little nuances like that when, let's face it, it's it's a challenging space, real estate in Absolutely. general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember your, your very first file there, you know, that you told that story last time you were here and it was all about the realtor that, you know, demanded the call at 2 a.m. That was the time, he, that was the only time he was going to make in the day for you. Yeah. And, and you were, you were like there with bells on, like, no problem, 2 a.m. I got it. And, and a case uh, of Red Bull. That's right. <laughs> case of Red Bull. That's right. And, and I always say, like, in the early days, you got to do anything and everything and be always on because every single file, every single interaction matters. You never know where it's going to take you. So you went the maximum distance anybody could really be asked to go with that. I mean, a 2 a.m. meeting. And you did get business from that realtor. How's that evolved over the past yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, I will say that my, my thought was, okay, cool. I'm hooked up with a realtor that, that does business. Awesome. This is going to be the, this will be the jumping point. This will be the the starting point to a, a full career and which you know, you're wrong in ways it has been. Uh, but I think each uh, it's really shown me how each, each client and each, uh, uh, connection from, from that realtor, even as friends or someone that, in his office somewhere that saw me around uh, has been, uh, I've, I've grown to probably, you know, maybe 10 realtors at this point and, uh, and, and a couple of a tax office and, a, you know, a, a financial planner, you know, things that those things that ga it gave me the confidence to go talk to those people to, to go say, yeah, I work with this person. I, I can do it. I've done with, you know, I've done some business here. I've done some business here. And, and it gives me the, it gives me the ability to, to uh, to just say yeah I can do it, and uh, and I have the resources to do it. So in other words, your 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 number one realtor, i.e. the very first one you work with, may not be your number one realtor, right? They're sending you the most volume and everything else. But the point is, once you get that first relationship, it kind of breaks the ice, and and ultimately, I would imagine from that flow other relationships. You know, we we have that that sort of referral tree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working real tight with so-and-so who was a referral from, who was a referral from, who was a referral from, from. And I remember tracing some of my, my biggest clients, like five steps back to an event that 
I thought was a total bust. Yeah. Like, oh, I put like $1,500 into the, the booth and the propaganda and everything else. And then I, you know, blew up an entire Saturday and went there and I got, I got one, one application that didn't even fund. Yeah. But I also got an introduction from that person to someone else. And then, and then, and then. Yeah. And that's the funky thing about this business, isn't it? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's it's like what we were chatting about earlier, you know, things from even things from that the pandemic took away are coming back. And that's really, really cool. No doubt. No doubt. Well, actually, yeah, that that was actually my next question for you was uh, you're talking about past relationships. Uh, I know I was uh, speaking with a broker uh, during the, the holidays and they were saying, you know, 11 years, 11 years in the business and like lifelong childhood friends, still friends, still you know, maybe acquaintances at this point, but still still reasonably tight, um, recently reached out. Hey, uh, are you still in the mortgage business? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well over here. You know, it's been 11 years and uh, and they're working with them now. That's so, cool. You know, there's that's obviously a more extreme one, but it's not that uncommon where you sort of have to prove yourself. And for some people, that's one year. For other people, it's five years. And, and then people from your past lives start piling into your current life. And yeah. You've got something like that starting to play out, do you? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, so, you know, the, when I, you know, on our last chat, I said, you know, it was the last thing that I said, okay, this is it before mortgage brokering. And it was at, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I, was, I was managing a tax office here in town. And, uh, and the pandemic took it away. I said, oh, man, okay, here we go. Here's an, another bump. You know? <laughs> you know? So the, the pandemic took it away. And that's when I got in and decided to do my mortgage course. And I said, hey, let's do this. You know, and I jumped in. And now, um, about a month and a half ago, uh, the owner of the tax office called me. He said, hey, man, you still, you still doing mortgages? I said, yeah. yeah. And he said, well, I really, I really enjoyed our time together. And I'd like you to uh, I'd like you to be a part of our tax office. And I said, how so? And he said, well, why don't I'd like to give you a spot in there? And, uh, you know, we're opening a new office uh, at a couple other places. And I'd like you to be in there, too. Maybe a couple of days a week. And we'll see how we'll chat and talk about, you know, what, uh, you know, how you can pay your way. And, you know, which is the fact that he offered me an, an opportunity. And I'll be in a ta- I'll be in a couple of tax offices this year, just being able to get the exposure, be able to get, uh, be, get in front of people that I never would have been, get, been able to get in front of. I don't, I feel like I still don't know anybody, but, uh, you know, being, being here for almost four years in Canada now and, um, you know, a year and a half going out and showing myself that I'm doing business, you know, so the, the ability for, for that to come back around is, or the opportunity for that to come back around is pretty cool because he's been here for 30 years and uh, everybody knows him. You know, so the fact that he's willing to say, yeah, come, come back to my house and, uh, and I'll give you an opportunity is, is just pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you what's cool right there is the fact that you just said, come back to my house. The way, that, the way you view that, that's why you got invited back, James, because you, are, you look at his business like his house. And, uh, you know, like, should I take my shoes off at the door? You know, that, For sure. yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's not how a lot of people look at things. Like you're, you're looking at it like, wow, this guy is really doing something uh, for me. Holy cow. 
you know, and, and I can, I can already see, hear the wheels turning in your head. Like, how am I going to be able to repay him for what he's, you know, sure. proposing to do for me? And, uh, and, and that is where a lot of, uh, I think your success will continue to come from. I mean, you're a genuine, nice guy. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I hope so too. Cause I mean, this is recorded and I've said it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't end up on the news somewhere someday and Dustin be like, oh, that guy, oh, Jesus, he's a good guy. So 25 closed files later, another four in the pipe about the fund, you know, some relationships starting to blossom in different areas. And, uh, you know, are you, you're starting to, to feel like this is coming up roses, like this is, this is, this is it, this has got an opportunity, the opportunity is here. Yeah, I think so. I think so. This is, I, I genuinely, I genuinely love the business. Uh, I think uh, just, just being able to help, help these people along and this big, this big area of their life, even if that maybe 20 years down the road, they don't remember my name, but they remember what happened. And, and I think, I think it's such a, it's such a privilege for me to be able to be a part of that uh, and know that I was able to at least give them some uh, some relaxation about it so you know just just hey guys it's okay i've got you i've got your back you know and they remember they remember the way i made them feel i think that's the biggest thing they may not remember my name in 20 years but they're but they're going to remember that it wasn't a hard time and it, well, i'm, I'm going to stop you right there because man they are going to remember your name <laughs> because you are going to make sure you're building out an email list for sure, yeah. Eight to twelve <laughs> blog posts here, many of which can be evergreen. Like here comes the RRSP deadline. Here comes your property tax deadline. Uh, oh, Bank of Canada meetings. You know, fixed versus variable. What does that mean? Like you got to, you've got to, got to, got to work that email list because when you say, I don't know if they remember my name. I know you're talking twenty years in the future, but here's the crazy thing: eighty-six percent of people want to work with the person they worked with last time. They do, but 86% of them, they, they don't know the person's name yeah. because that person never reached out to them again. And an incredible number of our clients will work a purchase transaction with us. And then they'll go add a line of credit, refinance, buy an investment property or whatever through the lender directly that we set them up with because they perceive us to be purchase mortgage agents. Yeah. Oh, you do refinances as well? Like clients don't know what they don't know. They only know what we tell them. So we've got to tell our own stories. So you've, you've got, you know, I think, and I think stories are really where it's at, where if you can, if you can anonymize client situations and walk through those in a, in a nice short version, long version type, you know, blog post, that's powerful. And, and the other one I'll give you is uh, make sure that you just dash a one sentence email off you know, header, happy B-Day, James, one yeah. sentence, just wanted to wish you a wonderful day. That's it. I got a reply yesterday from somebody. I can't believe you're still wishing me a happy birthday. Aren't you out of this business now? It's one of my past clients. I've, I've, I've been brokering for four years. I've still wished them all a happy birthday. And, and I replied to that person in particular. And I said, absolutely. I, I, I remember, like, they were like, I can't believe you remember me. I said, absolutely. I remember you. You taught me to be just that little bit more fierce because I remember when we were working on your file and this situation came up and I, I could have walked away from it, but I leaned in and just pushed a little harder and we got the win for you 
And I still remember how that felt. And she's like, I remember how that felt too. It was amazing. And I feel so lucky to be in this home now, given the way the market's gone and everything else. I could never buy today, but thank goodness we did it then. And all that from one sentence and everything is rekindled. And I think her file, if I'm not mistaken, it's gotta be seven or eight years ago. But there it is, that little connection. And um, I don't know, I mean, maybe one day I'm brokering again. And uh, but, but to your to your point on the tax office story, maybe I'm doing a whole nother thing. And that person sees that I'm doing this other thing. And it turns out they have a, a, a way that they can help me work with me or I can help them or whatever. So, hey, your network is your net worth. You always got to be working on that network, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's not like a conscious like, ooh, maybe something will come from this. I mean. I just genuinely enjoyed that person and enjoyed that experience. And so when I see it's her birthday every year, absolutely. I love typing that email and sending it off. Oh, yeah. It's just that little thing. And they won't forget you, man. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I, I, I make it a point to, to touch once a month. I, 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 I take a day and I, <clears throat> I touch all my past clients once a month. Uh, just to make sure, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, hope, hope life is well, you know. And of course, I, I love the variable rate too. So, you know, a lot of them, we have that precursor conversation and and they like the updates of what's happening and, and what, uh, you know, what kind of money they're going to, they're saving, you know, as as opposed to what they, what they could be. I was talking with, uh, I was talking with somebody uh, uh, the other week and, uh, you know, actually Aaron, uh, you, you know, Aaron Finney well. I was talking to him the other week and uh, we were talking about, you know, clients asking, should I switch now? Should, should, should I, should I break and, and pop into a fixed rate? And, uh, you know, we have the same conversation as if, well, you know, this is what you're saving now. This is what you won't be saving if you do that tomorrow. This is how your payment's going to be affected now. If you do this now, you worried about 20 bucks to buy weekly. Okay. Well, I could, I could give you the fixed rate. It's going to cost you 370 by weekly. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> you know? But it, it, though that's that once a month reach out has been has been real helpful because they do. I've gotten referrals from that, which is which is really really cool. Yeah. Well, you think about the spread. I mean, uh, take a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage. You're going to pop your interest rate. You're going to self inflict say four hikes just to make the math round. Yeah. And self inflict a one point increase on yourself overnight, and really it's a point and a half in a lot of cases. Yeah. It's a point and a half. You're going to self-inflict a one and a half percent increase on yourself that may not come next year, the year after. It may not come for 10 years because the last time it showed up, it took 10 years to show up. And then two years later, it was gone. So, okay, let's say you want to do that. Walk through the math of that on a half a million dollar mortgage. That is $7,500 every year of additional interest pure profit to the lender, not to mention you've increased your prepayment penalty, depending on which lender you're with, by somewhere between 300% and 900%. Or if you're the poor dude that just broke the $1.2 million, 1.78% five-year fixed, one year in, he just paid a 7% of balance penalty. So his effective interest rate was 8.8% for one year of lending, right? And he had no way out. There was no way out. It was a fundamental, tragic life shift. There was no porting. There was no nothing. There was a sale of the property and an exit of the country. Totally yeah. unforeseen. Like yeah. just life 
did a unbelievable 180 for this this guy and um and there he is with an $84,000 mortgage penalty you know like instead of a 4,000 or 48 yeah. mortgage penalty like 80 grand extra sucked out of his pocket and um you know that's the kind of stuff you got to get out there and you got to share and do that math but you know the moral of that moral of that story at the end of the day if you're going to buy any kind of stocks at all if you're going to buy shares in anything buy Canadian banks. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mortgages are not 1.78%. You, you take a, how many break, what the penalties are, their average yield is probably somewhere closer to three and a quarter percent on that money. Right now, when it, when the market was 1.78, they're earning probably better than three and a quarter. When the market's at three, they're earning like four and a half. Yeah. Very, very lucrative business. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, I, I apologize for the digression. <laughs> oh, it's good. Yeah. But moving forward in the future, I, I, I love uh, what you've got going on right now, too. The common interests, uh, you know, the, the, the gentleman. I'm going to call him the gentleman down the street. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that, though. That, that sounds pretty neat. That sounds promising. That, that's okay. I'll call him the old man because uh, he calls me an old man because he still kicks my ass. Uh, I hope that's okay to see on the on the show here. But uh, so uh, so we uh, we we met. He's a neighbor of mine down the road, and uh, uh, so I'm out there doing doing a little bit of martial arts training, and we met and uh, went up and just talked to him. And uh, so I found he's 68 years old and an absolute animal. Okay. And, uh, so we start training together a little bit and he beats me up a few times and, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a great personal relationship builder. And then one day he says, Hey, you, you do mortgages, right? I said, well, yes, I, I try. <laughs> I do mortgages. Yeah. And he said, well, I think, um, you're, you're pretty committed. You're, you're a, you're a loyal guy. I think I'm going to bring you into the business. I said, what, what business? What are you talking about? And he said, well, well, I, we, we do this stuff. Okay, what does that mean? And uh, so now I think for for this next uh, this next year, which is going to make this year quite uh, hellacious, as is the word I used before, uh, I'm I, I have the the really cool opportunity to learn commercial and and more into private uh, because it's they're private commercial lenders. Um, so so that's uh, I I don't I don't know all the ins and outs of it yet, uh, but I do know that there is a uh, uh, that they are very large private lenders and they do commercial and residential, uh, mostly commercial, but, uh, but uh, it's, it's a really cool opportunity that I get to be able to be a part of that and, uh, and be one of their originators and, and to be able to, to, you know, help them bring in business and, and earn from that, which is just really, really cool. Well, that is an interesting opportunity because I'll tell you what, I mean, you know, everybody watching this for the most part is in the residential mortgage game. And we all thought that was some kind of secret club that you had to know the secret knock to get into because where, where, were, where were the mortgage companies at career day, you know, college or in high school? Like they didn't exist. Uh, there, there's nothing. It, it's, this, it's this second, third, fourth career that a lot of people trip over and discover. And they're like, whoa, what, what, what is this amazing business? I mean, it's incredibly yeah. challenging, but it's incredibly rewarding, uh, like fulfilling, not just financially. It, it, there is an emotional fulfillment that a lot of us get from this business. And, 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 and it is its own sort of almost secret club, um, which is probably one of our failings. It's probably why we haven't got an even bigger piece of the pie is, is we're just not out there enough about the actual career. 
but you want to talk next level secret society, you know, that how do you like crack into this world and learn this trade, uh, the commercial financing market, it's a whole nother realm and, and it is a realm of, of big opportunity. I mean, we have a, an individual that recently closed a hundred million dollar financing. Yeah. You know, they made a 10 point fee. Oh, I'm kidding. They didn't make a 10 point fee. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 it was, uh, it was, it was good. It was solid. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty remarkable for sure. And um, the experience though, of being a part of that, but it was, you know, like an 18 month arc to yeah. get from ring ring hey we've got this project to funded and done and there's so many ways to lose that file along the way it's unbelievable and it, it is just a very very interesting space and basically yeah the only way i see anybody really getting into it and being truly successful is through an apprenticeship and that's yeah. like what that's what you're being offered and uh absolutely worth taking a look at and when an opportunity like that presents itself i can tell you right now that's not common that's yeah. not that's not out there on every corner uh, they're not you know running help wanted ads in the commercial sure. on the commercial yeah. side so that's that's a really cool opportunity and i think that's going to be where we can wrap it up and then and, and we'll pick it up again next year and get another update <laughs> sounds good man awesome awesome well one thing I've been asking people as we wrap things up, or two, two things, I always like to, I always like to grab a good, great book. But the other thing I've been asking about is a pandemic survival tip. And I feel like I can see the pandemic survival tip <laughs> over your shoulder, right behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's, de- that's definitely a survival toy for sure. <laughs> you actually buy yourself a, a, a genuine arcade video game, not, not a yeah. console, not an Xbox. You got like the legit yeah. old school arcade console. I, I did, yeah. There's a guy in Toronto that makes them custom by hand, and uh, it was it was just pretty cool. The I met him, and uh, and I'm just a big kid, you know, so I can escape for 15 minutes at a time, and you know, the world the world's cool again. <laughs> you know, you're taking me back to like pole position, and it's uh, I I, that's on there. <laughs> really? Oh, it's all on there. All the all the arcade games after. from the 60s and 70s, they're all there. Okay, I'm following up with you afterwards. I got it. <laughs> I would love to play around a pole position. I can always remember giving the wheel a spin and just yeah. you know, anyway, we <laughs> we can we can riff on that offline. And uh give me a book. I know you're I know you're a reader, I know you've read a good book lately. Yeah, uh, we'll go with never split the difference. Uh and uh, uh it, what a what a what a killer read it's been. I'm I'm still reading it, but it's uh just the what he talks about in that book and the the kind of experiences he's had uh it it can lend itself to what we do you know with uh with the their negotiation tactics for him but it's but it's ways to open people's minds up to to get them to think or to get them to understand what you're trying to say or what you're trying to get them to think with it being their idea and and it's not it's there it's not revolutionary it's sometimes it's just the simplest thought and the simplest way a child might ask it and uh, you're like, okay, all right, that, that makes sense. Well, yeah, so Never Split the Difference. That's written by Christopher Voss, a former FBI hostage negotiator. And uh, I mean, let's face it, who's got the more stressful role in life, a mortgage broker or an FBI hostage negotiator? We know the real answer to that yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no doubt there are some lessons to be learned there for sure. And uh, I mean, it does feel like a life and death business sometimes 
in that it feels like your client might come and end your life if you yeah. don't figure it out <laughs> yeah. like, right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. James, I, I, I love, love every time we get together and have a chat, man. And uh, yeah, keep on crushing it. I, I, I can see your trajectory. It's just headed one way, man. One way. So. <laughs> All right. Have an awesome 2022 and check in anytime. All right, man.